Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is Chris. And Maria from In This Moment, and you're listening to Talkin' Metal. This is Black Metal Ray from Dirt Talk, and you're listening to John and Mark on Talking Metal. The best hard rock, the best heavy metal, Talking Metal. A podcast hosted by Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Available through iTunes and most other podcast providers. Feel the power. Feel the glory. TalkingMetal.com Yo, John Astronomy here, back at the former Pronto Pizza in Manhattan, Broadway, 36th Street, hanging out with Mark Striegel. We got a great show for you tonight. We have, in this moment, one of our favorite bands, technically my favorite new band, and these guys are great. We got a great interview coming up with Chris and Maria, plus we've got Black Metal Ray from the Great Dirt Talk podcast coming on the show today. Here's Mark. Yeah, I was just listening to Rock and Roll Geek Show, and they're having one of those girls from the Brett Michaels uh, Rock of Love show on. We were, I thought we were going to do that, and we weren't supposed to until the show was over. So I found it kind of interesting that one of them is already talking to other podcasts. But uh, I say we don't have any of them on now that uh, somebody else is already doing it. What do you think? Yeah, unless we can get the girl from the website Baby's Got Boobs. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think he has an interview up with Lacey, who is one of my least favorite uh, chicks on that show. Uh, I, I believe she's the PETA chick um, with the, the red hair. And kind of, uh, she pushes uh, one of those other girls in the pool and uh, oh, uh, whatever, sorry. yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, we got Ray from the Great Dirt Talk podcast. You guys should all subscribe to that. We'll have a link over to their MySpace page from today's show notes. And we have our good friends in this moment, Chris and Maria, checking in with us. We hung out with Jeff. We're going to actually post a picture of him hanging out backstage in today's uh, sh- show notes. So check that out. There's pictures of John, me, Maria, Chris, uh, the whole gang just hanging out at OzFest 2007 at PNC Art Center in New Jersey. What a great day. It was a great, great day. I mean, we saw... Tons of great music, tons of great bands. We hung out with a ton of great bands. You know who I thought was pretty cool? That band, Chthonic. They're from Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, they were great. They were great. Somebody, I think Brian from Adrenaline sent us their uh, their CD, actually. You sent it to me. I'll, I'll burn it for you, if you need. Very cool. Yeah, I saw Brian from Adrenaline there. Uh, he's very cool. I hung out with him, actually, at a Lamb of God concert a while back. But we've been friends with him, you know, over the computer uh, for a long time. And uh, he's a very cool dude. But anyway... Um, 
why don't we get into a song by In This Moment, and then we'll get right into an interview with Chris and Maria from In This Moment. How's that sound? Sounds good. Okay, let's get into Beautiful Tragedy. That comes from the album Beautiful Tragedy. Title track, uh, Century Media Records. What's also pretty cool is it is also on the OzFest 2007 Summer Sampler CD that's presented by Roadrunner Records. So it's kind of cool how uh, Century Media's song is on a Roadrunner uh, release. And uh, that CD also includes uh, like a ton of the other cool bands who are on OzFest. So without further ado, let's get into Beautiful Tragedy by In This Moment, my favorite band. metal i'm hanging out with mark emily chris and maria from in this moment how are you guys doing what's happening john doing good we're doing good it's nice to see you guys again absolutely i saw you guys at bb kings but the last time we did the interview i was like completely hung over from that party at snitch that you guys had uh, yeah i remember you were in some serious pain for that one yes that was an interview in my office and i was just basically completely out of it you guys have been staying so busy since we, we saw you last. I mean, literally nonstop. You're doing OzFest but right now, but not only are you doing OzFest, you're doing solo dates, like on, on nights off, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much don't have any time off. We do our, our off dates with Static X, and then so every day pretty much we play. And how do the solo dates compare to the OzFest dates? Uh, they're great, too, but, you know, they're like clubs. It's like, a, you know, 800,000 people versus 6,000 people. You know, it's different. Nighttime lights. Here's like daytime party camping. Awesome Ozfest. <laughs> We're having such a good time. Blasco told us uh, we hooked up with him out in Vegas for VH1's Rock On. Is that uh, he said any time that is not on tour is wasted time, and he's like making sure that you guys are out there. He is the drill sergeant. Yes, like and and we want to work really hard because we want to sell albums and we want to you know, work on our careers and, and really get our album out there. So we're nonstop touring till December 22nd. I mean, we have, like, no time off, period. But 
Not Chris. Yes, she's right. <laughs> and and how do you spend time on the road? Do you do writing and stuff like that? We have to start because you know we're realizing that our circle is going to come back around, and we're going to have to have like another album that like makes this one look bad because we want to bring it up and step it up. And so we uh, have to start writing, right, Chris? Yeah, we do, right, and we de- we definitely have been twiddling around. There's a few little ideas floating around here and there, but we definitely need to focus in more and get some more stuff together for the next record but you know it's five minutes into this record we're mainly focused right now on getting through this first section of touring of this year and uh you know just working our butts off there i have a little mini recorder so sometimes i'll just be sitting there and think of like a chorus i'm gonna start singing it i'm like oh that's good so i actually will just record every little thing that i think so if they ever write something and i can't think of something i just go back to that and listen to all my like little verses and choruses it helps I, that's exactly what I was going to ask if you had any kind of recording gear. And those little digital recorders are great. You can yeah, just like throw it down anytime. But. Or if they write an acoustic song and I'm singing over it, we'll we'll use it and record it. So, yeah, I think it'll be a lifesaver. Huh, Chris? She's, she's <laughs> right. It will be a lifesaver. <laughs> no, we're going to look, you know, we need to look into getting some actual, like, recording yeah. equipment that we can record songs, you know, like a small little thing or something. But, yeah, definitely. Get like uh, one of those pods. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, like the Line Six pod. They work. They work pretty good for guitars and stuff. So um, now you guys mentioned that you were on tour with Static X. Do you guys know those guys before this, or how did you hook up with yeah. the Static X? Uh, we met them once in Europe. We did some shows in Europe with them at the festivals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But and then we know them. We don't. We're not like great friends with them, but we're, we say hello to all of them and we play all the time. And they're all very nice, cool dudes. Is it just you guys and Static X, or is no. there somebody else along with Our you? Our friends also another band, Ankla, who is also on Ozfest, which are great guys and a great band too. Ankla are definitely our bros. We've, they are. This, the whole, they're from LA too, and we kind of knew them before starting the Ozfest, and we found out they were on the off dates with us, and and we've just been broing down with them nonstop. They're our boys, for sure. Ankla. Now, back in February, not a lot of people heard of In This Moment, and I feel like now, you know, every day on the metal news sites, you're seeing stuff pop up on you guys, and uh, I'm, I'm guessing that that your world has really changed. Have you had any crazy moments just from the fame that's starting to come your way? Uh, you know, he says it sometimes, and I think it's true. Is like, we are starting to notice, like, way more people knowing who we are, and you know, asking for autographs and like bigger crowds. and But to us, it's still kind of like the same routine every single day that we're doing. So we don't quite realize what's happening till things like that happen. Like we realize more people are starting to sing the words and, you know, things like that. But we kind of feel exactly the same because we're doing the same thing every single day. We're kind of like lost out of the loop. Well, I thought it was cool that people knew the words to your songs even before the album was out. Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. Serious has helped us huge and MySpace helps us out. But would you I mean I would imagine you guys probably wouldn't be able to walk through the grounds here at Ozfest without having some maybe difficulty. What we do it just takes you a long time to get through. Everyone just starts walking up to you and then once people realize like who you are and then it's like a big, you know. I mean we appreciate it. If they see somebody like somebody will recognize Maria and then somebody else will see them, you know, getting a picture with Maria and then they'll want a picture and then it'll just kind of be a thing. And definitely Maria gets recognized, and people remember the dread sometimes. So we do get recognized at, at Ozfest and stuff. But it's, awesome. it's still like, you know, it's Ozfest. You know, they just saw us playing, things like that. Like she was saying, we're we're basically, you know, we drive, we wake up, we unload our trailer, we get up, put our stuff on stage, we sound check, we play, we load back up, we drive, and that and unless something 
out of the ordinary happens where like you know more people showing up or you know somebody recognizes the supermarket then you know then we realize that the press is paying off you know that's starting to happen too just like eating in a restaurant and the waiters like aren't you guys so that's always weird that's like well no whoa or somebody's like you guys go we're like we're total dorks this is crazy you know but we're having such a good time we really are for being such a new band we're, we feel really really honored to be a part of the Ozfest this year because we're so new that it's such an amazing opportunity for us it really is so all the things happening are awesome Cool. Now you did some, also some big festivals over in Europe, right? What is the biggest crowd you guys have played to so far? I, I would say Ozfest is definitely in the in the in the running. I mean, there was a couple of them that were probably eight to ten thousand in Europe, but there's been a couple of Ozfests for that much too. Between so, here and there, what was that second show? That huge Rock and Ring. Rock and Ring yeah, was, was, was huge. huge. We had a great time in Europe. Too. And Fields of Rock in Holland was was also huge. There's like pictures on our MySpace from that, and it's. Eight to ten thousand people at least in that tent. I also think it's just cool that you're traveling all around the whole world, like doing yeah. this, which is great. Yeah. We loved Europe. We can't wait to go all over the place. Yeah, totally. And we did all of our off day shows in Europe with Devil Driver, so that was fun and awesome. We did some shows with like Life Agony, and it was cool. We had a good time. You guys also uh, were hanging out at the Fye booth signing, and there were a ton of people. And I think that doing that spending the time making the time to hang out with the fans is also another thing that's really a good thing to do for a, a new band and it, one of the reasons that I, I think you guys have such a big following because you're cool you hang with the fans and I think that's great we'd be nothing without them you know like if it wasn't those people buying the CDs and coming to shows and shaking our hands we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now so that means everything to us it, it's really cool and I'm wondering if it was like this when when we were all kids when bands were new were, were they being as cool with the fans I don't know what do you think I think every band's different you know I see different bands reacting differently to but we just think it's really important to say hello and shake everyone's hand look them in the eye and tell them we appreciate them we don't want to sit there and be like just write our autograph be like yeah thanks like we just that's rude we appreciate them you know what I think that means a lot to the fans definitely it definitely does and and I don't know, we kind of just see that, taking the time to talk to kids that are outside, even if we don't even know if they're there for us. It's like we see kids lined up. You know, when I walk by, I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? How are you doing? You know, just whatever. It, it leaves, leaves them with a good impression of you, and it just, it's just a decent, friendly thing to do as a person, yeah. you know? so Sometimes I get anxiety, but as long as I'm not having, like, anxiety day, like sometimes if there's a million people, it has nothing to do with those people. I just get really anxious and, like, short-breathy, and I have to, like, run and hide, and then I get myself together and go back out there. Sometimes it's just like, and I get panicky. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It, it's, I'm nuts. Sorry. No, no, you're not nuts. It seems like that, especially among the, the bands at the second stage, that it's kind of like uh, it is kind of like a camping trip. Everybody's it kind is. of friendly with each other, which is is different than, I think, certain tours where, like, headliners wouldn't talk to the other members and say, you can only walk down this hallway here. It's just kind of like everybody's hanging out. Everyone is friends. And at the end of the show, there's barbecues all out here. All the bands are hanging out. And everyone's music's blasting. The circus tent freaks come out and hang out with everyone. They do. They did a special show for all the bands the other night, and it was so fun. Mark is uh, and Emily are, like, really good friends with Tyler Fire. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we know them. I don't know. Good friends is oh, yeah. maybe the question. <laughs> yeah. So cool. They've made friends. Like, we're all, all the, like, they've become friends with all the bands, and we're all friends with them. Cool. Tyler's a great guy, definitely. And how's your son doing? He's doing great. He came out in Ozfest for, like, a month, and now football started, and he's doing his thing, focusing on that, and I'm proud of him. And 
but having a good time, yeah. How does he feel about his mom uh, becoming such a, a big rock star, if you will? I don't know. I think he thinks I'm just his dorky mom, you know? Like, I think he's proud of me, and uh, he tells me that I teach him to that he thinks he can do it. He knows he can be anything and do anything, and he says that I've taught him that to believe in himself. No matter what it is, he can, you know, obtain it. So I think that's really important to teach him. But I'm still his dorky mom. Now, are, is he and are his friends and the crowd that he hangs out with, are they into metal? Yeah, they are. Some of them are totally in. Not all of them, but the fortunate thing about our band is a lot of people who aren't into metal or don't even listen to metal happen to like our band. So he has a lot of those friends, too, which is a good, you know, we're, we feel fortunate that we can grasp onto different types of crowds. So you guys have uh, some more dates coming up. Like you said, you're going uh, out on the road until pretty much like the new year. Yeah. And uh, is there anything you can tell us about the thing that's happening after OzFest? Yeah, after OzFest, we are, which is amazing, main support for Megadeth, all over the United States. And we're, that was like, what? Like, when we found out we got this, we're like, are you kidding me? And then we found out that, and we were just like, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, I'm like a huge Megadeth fan, and like, I know what that means, main support of Megadeth. And, you know, we're playing big places, you know, not, not OzFest big, but still... You know, two thousand seaters, three thousand seaters, and going on right before Megadeth, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's hard and to believe. And then we have a secret tour we're not allowed to talk about to say who it is immediately following that, which is just we're floored. Bigger. So it's bigger. bigger, not better, because we're we're it's so amazing to be opening up for freaking Megadeth. Yeah. I mean, but it's huge. We just can't even believe it. So yeah, good things are happening all year. Unbelievable, and we're going to actually see you guys with Megadeth at, I believe, Irving Plaza, or is it Beacon Theater in New York? Irving Plaza, Irving Plaza I think. Yeah. yeah. And Chris, what's your favorite Megadeth record? Uh, I got to say, Rust in Peace is my favorite, but I like, you know, all of them, all, all of them up to that. I even liked uh, up to Euthanasia. You know, I was like, I, I I stopped buying records in general after that time period, kind of, because I was playing so much in my band. I didn't really listen to other music, but. Megadeth has been a like, huge influence on my playing and, and songwriting, everything, you know. Been following him since I was a kid. So well, that'll be cool to get on stage with him. Have you met Dave Mustaine before? We actually did meet Dave Mustaine. Uh, when we were getting the tour set up, we were over in Europe, and Megadeth was at a lot of the same festivals that we were at. And the tour was supposed to be, like, locked in, but Dave Mustaine wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do yet. So we went, our agent arranged a meeting for us to talk to him, you know, about the tour. And which we were immediately like, we're oh, like, my God, we're going to, you know, go meet. And it was one of those things where, like, you know, it had to be set up. And then their tour manager was like, okay, Dave, we'll see you now. And we get ushered in. And, you know, he was in a, in a serious meeting with his band. They were all sitting in a circle with their guitars, you know, like working on stuff. And he stood up and came over and, you know, introduced himself and we introduced ourselves. And then he basically just looked at us like, what do you want to say? And uh, Maria, you know, basically said, you know, we're really excited about the possibility of touring with you in the fall and da 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 and he was nice and friendly, but and I, I was intimidated. He's totally not. He's intimidating. We're like, and then he came and watched us too, which was even more like, oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah, you see him on the side of the stage, like for you know three or four songs, and that was weird, anyways, because that was our first time. The, the the day that he saw us was the first show we did in Europe in Germany. It was a festival, so there's like seven, eight thousand people out there, and like all these other bands, As They Dying, Chimera, Dragon Force, they're all like standing around too, like. You know, everyone was watching. It was just like the weirdest. I threw up a little. You know, yeah. no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I was nervous though. It turned out really cool. You know, obviously we got the tour 
and uh, we're super excited about it. Yeah. We really look forward to seeing you on that when you come through the uh, New York City area at Irving Plaza. And uh, we thank you for taking the time out to talk with Talking Metal. And all you listeners out there need to have Beautiful Tragedy on your iPod. Go to iTunes, download it, 99 cents a cut. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I told George from Century Media this earlier, and, and I'm not just saying this. I literally have been interviewing a ton of bands today, and I'm not telling every band this. And you can listen to Talking Metal, and you'll hear that I'm not telling every band this. But on Talking Metal, and just to my friends, I tell people, in this moment, is my favorite band right now. Oh, we love you. <laughs> You're so awesome. It's we true. appreciate that, it really too. Is tr- I'm not lying. It's 100% true. And you can go back to listen to all the Talking Metal episodes when I talk about that. And thank you for calling it. We love you. You're awesome. Thank you guys for having us. Thanks for having us. You bet. And thanks for coming back and uh, talking with us. One one more thing. Thank you for calling into that live show that we did where usually I'm a little half in the bag when we do those. So I appreciate it. And I hope I did a half-decent interview. (laughs) You you did. And actually, this is the first actual interview in person with With Mark. Mark. Yeah. The first time you weren't even there. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be with you this time. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, guys, for joining us. today's show notes to download these songs put them on your ipod this is one of the best albums of 2007 so far and i highly recommend you have it we're going to end today's show with the song prayers it was the first single off the beautiful tragedy record so definitely check that out and if you don't have prayers on your ipod you are doing yeah you're really missing out and doing yourself a, a big disservice so uh definitely support in this moment support dirt talk we got an interview right now with ray from dirt talk yeah dirt talk is a cool podcast we've been fans of the dirt talk podcast for a while and uh, we really think they're doing something new and something a little bit different in the podcasting field and i know that's something that you like mark you you don't like when people just do the same old thing all the time you like when somebody brings something a little bit different to the podcasting world right yeah absolutely and i mean their podcast is almost secondary to their live show, which is what they do every Sunday night. And then they, I usually listen to it in podcast form because they take that live show and then they put it out over the RSS feed. But uh, the last couple weeks, I've actually listened to the live show, and it's actually kind of cool to hear it live. They have the chat room going, and, uh, and we're gonna, I think, do our next live show. By the way, on September 11th, which uh, you know has a, a lot of weight to that date, but. 
Life goes on. I say we uh, do it upright and have a nice party on September 11th at Bionic on TalkingMetalLive.com. Are you okay with that? You're kind of making a face. No, the reason I'm making a face is the date after that date, September 12th, is my birthday. So we can have a little celebration. You know, it's such a sad day, but we can turn it into um, a good day. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have a lot of fun September 11th on TalkingMetalLive.com on Bionic Radio. Check that out. Speaking of Bionic, i got to run over there and uh, do a voiceover session for a show called Tin Man coming to Sci-Fi this December. Sci-Fi.com slash Tin Man. Check it out. We got the website up a few days ago. It's looking pretty sharp. An amazing cast and uh, an amazing show coming to Sci-Fi. It's a three-night miniseries, Tin Man. Yeah, check out that. You know what I just got, Mark? I I got one of those four-year consideration Emmy booklets with a bunch of cool sci-fi DVDs in it. I know you've seen those, and I'm pretty psyched. I'm going to check them out on my my new Panasonic, you know, gigantic uh, flat-screen TV. Cool. Yeah, Battlestar was actually nominated for Best Drama. Best Writing in a Drama, I believe, is what it was uh, nominated for. Uh, up against uh, Lost and The Sopranos, so in pretty good company for that. Battlestar Galactica, TV Guide calls it the best show on television. Yeah, one thing I wanted to ask you, Mark, is I am about to get the entire Verizon all-in-one bundle, cell phone, internet service, local phone, long distance, and Fios TV. Now, how is that? You just got that. Yeah, Fios is great. Uh, they don't have MSNBC, but they have CNN, they have Fox, they have ABC News, which is is interesting, which I didn't know. It's a 24-hour-a-day news station. Um, I spoke with my dad, who, as you know, recently went from Verizon Wireless, and now he's kind of expanded over to Verizon. And he the, he's working on getting MSNBC on there, so that's good. And... Uh, it's kick-ass. I, I think it's great to have the whole package. It's actually costing us less than it was having Comcast separate. And the picture is so crisp uh, that you will not believe those HD stations. I mean, I mean, you were over at my house. It looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just getting my whole setup hooked up. I, I got, a, you know, as you know, uh, Panasonic uh, flat screen, uh, gigantic TV. And... Um, you know, I can't wait to do it. I want to hook it up right. I want to have the best possible HD uh, service, and I just love the the idea of having everything on one bill. Yeah, and also speaking of Verizon Wireless, my dad was uh, pretty excited. He called me and told me that they have the exclusive for ACDC uh, downloading uh, ACDC tracks. As you know, ACDC is not up on iTunes. The only place you can download ACDC legally is Verizon Wireless, and they have a great music service for all you Verizon Wireless customers who, you know, just want to download the MP3s right to your phone. You can do that. And uh, I guess eventually he was telling me that they are going to, ACDC will come to iTunes, but that's a ways off. Right. Well, very cool. Everybody check that out. It's called Verizon Fios. Uh, You can go to Verizon.com or VerizonWireless.com for that as well. So why don't we get right into... An interview with Black Metal Ray from the Great Dirt Talk podcast. Yeah, we'll follow that up with prayers by In This Moment. Go support In This Moment. These guys rock. The record is amazing. 
support Dirt Talk, we'll link their MySpace page through today's show notes. And I think you can subscribe to the RSS actually through their MySpace page. But, yeah, I got to run, man. I'll catch up with you, hopefully, at your apartment next time. I want to see this new place. Yeah, we'll do it from the new Talking Metal Jersey City spot. And I want to thank Chris and Maria from In This Moment. want to thank everybody who made this episode possible, Black Metal Ray. Everybody, right now, this is Black Metal Ray. And before I sign off, Mark wants to say one more thing. Uh, I just wanted to mention that a long time ago we did, we got Chris Adler from Lamb of God coming up on a, a future episode real soon. We just did an interview with him. We did an uh, a interview with John Campbell from Lamb of God. And at that time we brought a whole video crew with us. Uh, we were doing a pilot for Fangoria and there's been some specu- speculation about this out there. And yeah, we were doing a pilot. Unfortunately, it was shelved. So we're going to try to actually get that footage from Fangoria TV and actually post it in our YouTube section, which uh, they seem to be okay with. Very, very cool. Yeah, that's excellent. You know, Mark and I work in the television industry, so we're no strangers to uh, new shows coming in, coming out, you know, being taped, being shelved, and that's just the way it goes in the TV business. That's right. And with any luck, maybe we'll do another pilot someday soon. Absolutely. So right now, guys... Check out Black Metal Ray from Dirt Talk with Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. Followed by In This Moment, prayers. Have a good one. Hey, this is Mark Striegel from the Talking Metal Podcast, and uh, we are pretty excited because on the line here we have a fellow podcaster, fellow radio guy checking in with us. He has his own show. Well, not his own show. You do a show with a partner, and it is called Dirt Talk. We have Black Metal Ray on the phone. How you doing, Ray? Oh, pretty good, Mark. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for taking time out of your day to talk with us. Now, I've, I've mentioned your show a few times on the podcast, right. and I think it's a great show. And the one thing I like about it is there's a lot of podcasts out there that, uh, that people tell me about, and I listen to them, and, and they're almost uh, clones of the Talking Metal podcast with you know, people doing the, the, their own toasts and, and uh, doing a lot of the same exact stuff we do, which uh, either means they're copying us or they uh, or our ideas are, are uh, unoriginal. And it could be a little of both. I don't know. But anyway, okay. having said that, Dirt Talk, you guys kind of have your own thing going on. It definitely stands out from, from the pack. And tell me a little bit about the show. Tell the Talking Metal listeners about what you guys do. Okay, well, first of all, Mark, thank you very much for the uh, all the compliments that you've been giving us. Uh, it seems that since you guys have been talking about us on your shows, our uh, listening base has been really going up, especially the podcast. Cool. So, first of all, I want to thank I want to thank you guys for doing that. You and John both. Are you bet. Um, second of all, their talk, <laughs> their talk is um, it's a mixture of everything. I mean, we you know our slogan is beer chicks and politics, but I mean we cover. You know, all ends of the spectrum. I mean, we talk about uh, life, we talk about uh, wacky news, we talk about music, metal, of course. Right. Uh, that's usually my my end of things. And of course, you know, we have the Rev, who's very sincere, uh, very uh, to the point, and always has an opinion about everything, which I think makes a big difference in a lot of the shows that are out there right now. Uh, but. You know, we do the best we can, and uh, we're growing every day, and, um, you know, that's all I can say about that. Just a, just a mixture of everything. We try to throw everything into the pot and stir it up and let everybody hear it. 
Yeah, it's a, it, the, the thing that strikes me about it is it's an honest show. I mean, you guys go on there and, and you're just, you know, you're not putting on a shtick. You're not really doing anything but being yourself. And exactly. And it, it comes across as entertainment. I, I, I told uh, Rev, I said, one of the things that, you know, I like about your show is that I agree with you a lot of the time, but on the on the flip side, another thing I actually like about the show is I don't agree with you a lot of the time, you know, and wow. and, uh, and you you guys have said some some interesting things when it comes to politics and and even when it comes to metal. Right. I mean, you know, that's one of the things that I like about our show. We're not afraid to tell like it is. If we don't like something, we will tell you, and we will let you know, regardless of the situation. Um, you know, we have a lot of you know, we cover everything, like I said. It's just that we try to make sure we put our imprint on it as right. opposed to having a show saying, well, yeah, we really like this guy, we really like this band, we really like this guy, blah, blah, blah. No, we tell it exactly like it is. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, and one thing, as the Talking Metal podcast has gotten bigger, one thing, uh, and it's, it's tough because I've had promoters and managers call, call us and say, well, we know you like this band, and we're going to get you an interview with this band, but we want you to interview this band too. And right. and you know, and and it, it, it's a tough call because I, when we started this podcast, I said we're never going to put a band on that we don't like. And there, I really never put a band on that I hate, but there have been a few that I probably wouldn't have had on, you know, if there wasn't this, uh, you know, agreement with uh, management or with the the, the PR people. But, right. Yeah, you know, that's 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 showbiz, unfortunately. You know, and uh, that brings me to my me- next question. You think you guys will ever start like doing interviews with bands and stuff? Well, I'm not sure about that. I mean, we've we've wanted to do interviews with bands. It's just you know we haven't really been contacted. But I mean, if an option or if an opportunity came along, if somebody you know wanted us to interview someone and we if, you know if we dig them, then we would definitely do it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I like that you don't interview bands because I think, you know, you got the personalities going there and it, it, right. it always makes for a good listen. But right. having said that, um, I mean, in the beginning, the one thing that kind of helped us is we really did pursue getting some of these artists on the show. And, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, a fan of the band might not stick with the podcast, but if they come to the podcast and hear you and then actually end up liking the show, they, they, they probably will stay with you. And it did help us kind of build our, our listener base, at least in the beginning. Okay, well, I mean, that's, that's definitely an option, and we'll definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, cool. Uh, definitely. So what bands are you digging now, by the way? Like, uh, oh, let's, let's talk wow. 2007. What, what new releases have you heard that you're kind of feeling? Well, uh, right now, my favorite album this year is Machine Head, The Blackening. A lot of people love that record, man. It's a great record. I mean, it's lengthy. You know, there's a lot of tracks in there that are about 10 plus minutes long, but it's very interesting. They keep things going. Uh, Rob Flynn's a great producer, great songwriter, and all the, the whole band is just on it as far as uh, the musicianship and the production. I mean, they deserve everything they get with this album because it is really good. Also, uh, Job for a Cowboy, Right. I believe it's going to make some big strides this year. I mean, the, the first week their album sold 14,000 copies. And those guys are really, really good. They're young, so they're really hungry. And let's see. Um, In This Moment is another band who um, actually the Rev turned me on to them. And, right. you know, first I didn't really get into them, but the more I heard them, the more I started to like them. And 
Maria is a fantastic singer. I mean, she can scream, she can sing, she can do it all, and the band behind her is really good as well. Uh, those are about the three main ones that I can look at for 2007 that I've been really, you know, really impressed with. Definitely, definitely. And uh, In This Moment is an excellent band, and we've been uh, on pretty good terms with uh, with Chris, the guitar player, who is yeah. a great guy and is actually coming back on the uh, the podcast. I think we're going to hook up with him out at OzFest. Are you going to OzFest this summer? Uh, I'm skipping OzFest this, this year. Uh, you know, uh, I've already seen, like, you know, war and stuff, so I don't need to see... I'm, I'm sorry, Lordy, I, you know... <laughs> But uh, I do like the idea that it's free this year, but I think the best auspice was uh, 2004 with, uh, you know, you have Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, Slayer, Slayer. Two, uh, Slipknot, Hate Breed, you know, Unearth, all those bands were just, it was a great package. Yeah, definitely. Now, what about the, like, older, kind of old-school metal stuff? Uh, I mean, you guys seem to be down with a lot of that, too. What are some of your favorite, let's talk 80s metal bands? 80s metal bands. Well, um, I'd have to say the Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio. Sure. Um, you know, The Devil Cry is a great song. And uh, Megadeth is another one. I've uh, been into them since, you know, since, since their inception. Uh, their latest album is really good as well. Um, you know, Metallica, Testament is another one. Testament, I believe, are going to make some strides next year with their new record. That's really the main ones that I can think of right now offhand. Cool. So when were you in high school? Like, I don't know. How old are you guys, by the way? Uh, I'm uh, over uh, 30 years old. Right. I graduated in um, 87, actually. Oh. So uh, oh. I know... So did I. So did I. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So uh, I know the Rev, he graduated about a couple years later than I did. Right. So we're kind of around the same age, so to speak. So... Um, but we, you know, we get along really good. Yeah. And it makes, it makes for, you know, really good, um, chemistry that we have on, on, on the, on the, I guess on the mic, so to speak. So. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the one show and you guys were talking about, I mean, your, your history and you guys have known each other since you were little kids. Is that right? Right. We met through mutual friends, um, that we knew and we just instantly clicked, you know, cause. You know, we were kind of into the same music, so we just kind of like, we just instantly, you know, attached ourselves to each other. And we lost touch for a while, then a few years ago, we met at a concert, you know, so to speak, how ironic. Right. But we met then, and then we started, um, Wes was just telling me about the show that he was doing, and I kind of like, well, you know, if you need some help, he's like, well, you know, come on over and do it. So I came over, and I've been doing it ever since. And, th and this is Dirt Talk, or was this like another show he was doing before Dirt Talk? Well, actually, it was the F team in UK, which um, was pretty um, explicit, is right. a good word. Um, you know, Triple X, there's a lot of, uh, you know, very extreme views, uh, very profane. Uh, then we decided last year to kind of tone it down, so to speak, and try to be more accessible to, you know, the listeners, which, you know, we started Dirt Talk, and... It seems that since that's happened, uh, a lot of people are really getting into it, which, you know, I feel that since we've done, since we started their talk, that we've taken a step up, right. as opposed to taking a step back. So, yeah, well, I remember you emailing me 
well, probably well over a year ago at this point, and yeah, yeah, I uh, added it to my favorites, uh, the Dirt Talk thing. But it, the the quality at that time was was a, kind of on the poor side. And but I had it on my favorites, and every now and again I would check back on it. And uh, as of like, I guess it had to be like, oh, probably five months ago, I, I went back, and suddenly you guys were sounding good. I could hear both of you clearly, and and the quality really took a jump up. What happened? Did you get hooked up with a better studio or better equipment? Well, we had some upgrades that were done. Uh, the Rev mostly took care of that situation. Um, there was a guy that we were affiliated with, uh, uh, Nomad Radio, and also uh, the owner of uh, Rock Nation, which we're currently on right now on right. Sunday. And they were the ones that you know took the time with the Rev and made sure to upgrade the sound and made sure the microphones both worked. And I've also since since that time that we've upgraded the sound equipment that, you know, a lot of people are getting more and more into dirt talk. Cool. Cool. And the one thing is, I, I, you know, and I know we've, we've spoken about this before, that I, I don't see dirt talk, like, on iTunes. Now, I know you can subscribe to it through iTunes, which a lot of our listeners are doing. But uh, it would be great if, if dirt talk had their own page up there. I think your listenership would even go up more. Um, but maybe that's something I can uh, talk to John Astronomy about, and we can help you guys try to figure out how to do that. All right. Well, I, you know, any help is appreciated, man. Like I said, you guys have been really uh, instrumental, you know, getting us, you know, more known across, you know, the World Wide Web, and, you know, we appreciate everything that you guys have done for us. Yeah, and you guys do your show as a live show. Now, we do it. We do a Talking Metal live show, like, once a month, but we're primarily a, a, a podcast. But you guys, I kind of feel like they're almost the other way around. You're primarily, primarily a live show, but then you end up taking that live show and just sending it out there as a podcast. Um, right. We, yeah, we do it on Sundays, and it's two hours long. And uh, we have it it's on Rock Nation Radio, 8 to 10 Central Standard Time on Sunday nights. And then after we do it, Rev takes it and then he sends it out as a podcast. He also sends it to different other stations that we have. Cool. So, yeah. So, so tell, tell me about the live show, because that's one thing I've never really promoted on, on our podcast is the Dirt Talk live show. Where do people go? You mentioned Rock Nation. Is, is, that, a, is that a website? Is that rocknation.com or something? Right, www.rocknationradio.com. Rocknationradio.com. Right, and you can go there Sunday nights, 8 a.m., excuse me, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay, so that that's our show. Yeah, so that would be 7 p.m., what's the 8 Central? That would be 9 p.m. in uh, New York for right. New York listeners. 9 to 11, that's right, correct. Cool. So, and you can go there, you can listen to it live. You guys are doing the show live. You have a chat room right. going on. You have, right. you have giveaways, you're giving away free CDs. Right. You are having uh, trivia contests, and you are talking chicks, beer, and politics. Yeah, we do all of that. Uh, we also take requests. I mean, if you want to hear something, uh, we have a vast, vast library of, you know, rock, metal, and pop. So usually I'd say with 95% of the time, we usually have, if somebody says, hey, I want to hear, you know, Badlands, we usually can, you know, hey, we'll play it. So... Cool. Well, one of these Sundays, I actually have to listen to the live show because I, I I love doing our talking metal live show. 
it's a it's a rush. It's it's a high being live on the air, and uh, I actually like listening to shows live too. So I'm gonna sit down in front of my computer. Who knows? Maybe even this Sunday and try to catch you guys live. Um, All right. Well, great. Well, yeah. if you do that, please send us an email to let us know that you're listening. Oh, I will. I'll send you an email and try to win the CDs. <laughs> you guys have good, good giveaways, you know, you guys have done some real good giveaways, and any of you Talking Metal listeners out there, you want to beef up your CD collection, listen to the Dirt Talk show live, 8 to 10, uh, that's central time, and uh, win yourself some, uh, some prizes and listen to a good quality show, and yes. again, I wouldn't be hyping you guys unless I really believed in the show. Well, Mark, like I said, man, I really do. We really do appreciate uh, all the accolades you've given us. It's, it's really, it's really been helpful. And uh, I also want to point out that we also give away socks yeah. as well. Okay. Yes, we give away socks. So uh, I'm not sure if they're used or if we, you know, get them from somewhere. But we usually give out socks as well. Nice, nice. What kind of? Are they like just white cotton socks? Or? Yeah, most of the tube, the tube cotton ones. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I could use another pair of those, actually. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, before you uh, go, can I get a uh, an ID from you? This is Black Metal Ray from Dirt Talk, and you're listening to Talking Metal. I can do that. Uh, go. Hello out there. This is Black Metal Ray from Dirt Talk, and you're listening to John and Mark on Talking Metal. Cool. All right, man. Well, Talking Metal listeners, go support Dirt Talk. Check out the live show on Sunday on rocknationradio.com. And, uh, Ray, we will talk to you soon. And I guess we're going to have Rev come on the show maybe in a week or two. All right. I also want to mention that you can also go to MySpace, www.myspace.com slash OKC, And you can also hear the shows in their entirety as well. Okay. We, we will link that through today's show notes. All right. So check that out. All right. All right. All right.